0: We do recognize causal factors of both stunting and and wasting are almost the same. It's disease and inadequate dietary intake. So the approach that we have used was to address both stunting and also wasting. We developed a package, nutrition policy, and we developed the strategic plan with the short-term, immediate, and long-term interventions
1: This is an ENN podcast on the prevention of wasting to complement our recently published brief, Best Practice in Preventing Child Wasting Within the Wider Context of Undernutrition. A briefing note for policymakers and program implementers.
2: Welcome everyone. I'm Kate Sadler, uh, a technical associate with ENN, and we've got Natalie Sessions here as well from ENN, and we're here to discuss the prevention of wasting in the context of country-level action, challenges, knowledge gaps. We're really hoping that the discussion will build on our recently released brief entitled Best Practice in Prevention of Child Wasting within the Wider Context of Undernutrition. We're really lucky to have Mr. Sylvester Kutumba, Nutrition Focal Point at the MOH in Malawi to help us talk through some of these issues from a country level perspective. Welcome, Sylvester. Um, Thank you so much, Kate. Great, great to have you here. I'll hand over now to Natalie,
1: who's going to ask the first question. Great. Thank you so much, Kate. And Lovely to talk to you, Sylvester. Um, So the prevalence of wasted children in Malawi has gone down from 4% in 2010 to very low 1.8% in 2018. And I wondered if you could outline the key preventative activities of Malawi's strategy to address wasting that have supported those prevalence reductions.
0: Let me start by saying that um, from 2010, we have had a lot of community level interventions that have assisted in preventing wasting in in Malawi. In 2011, Sun movement, scaling up nutrition movement, where a number of interventions were introduced in the communities as a package. So these particular interventions, which were included in our nutrition policy, include promotion of optimal nutrition, for general population. So we considered a life, uh, life cycle approach in nutrition intervention, where we all looked at each and every stage of human development. And secondly, we promoted and integrated non nutrition interventions. For instance, water and sanitation uh, hygiene, malaria prevention family planning, and early childhood development for improved nutrition outcomes. So these interventions were, or are still part and parcel of nutrition interventions within within the nutrition policy in Malawi. And thirdly, we also looked at the woman as core for nutrition uh, outcomes for the child. So there is a strong promotion of women nutrition before, during, and the after pregnancy. And the other activity that we also focused on was on promotion and control of micronutrient deficiencies. So we are looking at uh, iron supplementation, we are looking at micronutrient powders, we are looking at uh, dietary diversification All these were packaged and implemented within this particular period that we are implementing the uh, national nutrition policy and in line with the getting up nutrition strategy. The fifth activity that we also worked on is promotion of optimal breastfeeding and complementary feeding at all levels. So this has been strengthened in as far as the promoting of exclusive breast feeding and the promotion of optimal complementary feeding is concerned. So all other sectors and key contact points are strengthened to provide these particular services. And last but not least, streamlining of nutrition sensitive and nutrition specific in relevant ministries. So in Malawi, I may say that we we have taken much sectoral approach in implementing nutrition intervention and the nutrition sensitive and nutrition specific interventions are streamlined in this particular line ministries. I think uh, these are the key activities that we have implemented in Malawi and which we have seen that they have contributed to reduction of wasting in the country.
2: Great. I w- I was... Really interested, particularly to hear about your strong focus on women, on mums. I think that's interesting, particularly because there's quite a lot of recent work that's shown the very high pre- that actually a very high prevalence of wasting and stunting is present in infants at birth. So that need to focus on mums pre-pregnancy and and during pregnancy. Um, and their nutritional status is becoming more critical. I think in the understanding of the of the nutrition community, is the interventions that you implement for mums? Does that include kind of direct, multiple micronutrients, energy, protein supplements, as well as um, other kind of indirect interventions?
0: Yeah, I, I, at the moment, we have um, prenunted programs that are focused on. On women, we have iron supplementation for the adolescent girls. We also have uh, vitamin A supplementation for lactating mothers. And indeed, we have uh, dietary diversification uh, promotion in the antenatal clinics where mothers do attend. And this, for us, has uh, resulted in promoting women nutrition and uh, Consequently, program pregnancy outcomes.
2: That's great. So the next question, Sylvester. We just wondered if you could um tell us a bit about what have been the most important facilitators or, or supportive factors in Malawi for implementation of the activities you outlined. And of course, what have been the most important challenges?
0: I think as as I already pointed out. We have had a multi-sectoral approach in implementing nutrition interventions in the country. And uh, this came about with the establishment of Department of Nutrition, HIV and AIDS, which was placed in the the office of the president. And that necessitated for us to take the multi-sectoral approach than the previous approach where nutrition was only in the health sector. So a number of sectors were put together under the, the Office of the President. That was a plus to us because uh, all other underlying causes of mal- malnutrition were at least tackled by other relevant sectors. In the establishment of uh, this particular department, And also, uh, the scaling up of nutrition, which was launched in 2011, as I already said, assisted for us to implement. And also, I indicated that the other ministries, which did not have a nutrition component, streamlined nutrition in their relevant policies. For example, I mentioned of Ministry of uh, Child Welfare, which did not have a nutrition component, but uh, with this multi sectoral approach, they included nutrition in their policies. Minister of, uh, of Education, Minister of Agriculture, they included nutrition in their uh, policies and guidelines that assisted in this particular multi sectoral approach implementation of the programs that I have highlighted. Mm-hmm. But also the, the policy uh, that we have been using as a nation, the national multi-sectoral nutrition policy and the strategic plan took into consideration of uh, the, the challenges that were highlighted by the periodic service that we, we have had, looking at the indicators, that we were not doing well, so the the nutrition policy and the strategic plan was uh, developed in line to address those particular challenges, and the uh, planting wasting was uh, were also some of the challenges that we were uh, experiencing as the as a nation. I have mentioned about the multi approach, but I need also to mention about the effective coordination that we have in the country we have different structures both for government sectors as well as the partners that we work with so we have um, at high level we have national nutrition committee which oversees implementation of nutrition interventions in the country and addresses the challenges that we we have as we go along the implementation process so these factors created an enabling environment for us to implement the interventions that I highlighted earlier on.
1: Thanks so much, Sylvester. That was really great to hear that importance of high-level government ownership of nutrition programming and the effect of coordination and how complex it is to bring so many sectors together. And
2: I remember how HIV was placed in the office of the president um, back in the day. Is it the National Nutrition Committee that has led the the kind of nutrition policy and development and program implementation and overseen that? Was nutrition also placed in the office of the president like HIV?
0: Uh, indeed, both the uh, nutrition and the HIV were put in the office of the president. Of course, at the moment. Due to to, the change of uh, policy issues, uh, nutrition is back in the uh, ministry of health as well as HIV. But I think in the period that we are talking about, a lot of change has taken place when nutrition was was in the office of the president. Mm -hmm. Because I think it was easier for resource mobilization and also coordination of various sectors to move the uh, nutrition agenda. So that assisted, assisted a lot. And I also wanted to add that one of the enabling environment for us to implement the activities is that um, the nutrition was also highlighted as one of the focus priority areas in the national development strategy, which we call Malawi Growth and Development Strategy. This is the overall uh, national Development Strategy. So the nutrition is one of the focus areas within that particular growth and development strategy.
1: Really interesting. Thanks so much, Sylvester. And I think that high-level government ownership really helps to to ensure that other sectors do streamline nutrition into relevant policies. Just moving on to the third question that we have for you, I was wondering if you could share some insights into how approaches to address wasting in Malawi overlap and link to those to address stunting. I know you've, you've mentioned quite a few things around looking at nutrition-specific and nutrition-sensitive interventions, but I was wondering if you could share any further insights that you have.
0: Of course, um, we do recognize the causal factors of both stunting and, uh, and, and wasting, are almost the same. It's disease and inadequate dietary intake. So the approach that we have used was to address both stunting and also wasting. So you will see that uh, we developed a package, nutrition policy, and we developed the uh, strategic plan with the short-term, immediate, and long-term interventions which were to address uh, stunting and wasting and other nutritional indicators. However, you will see that these particular interventions were targeting vulnerable household, which will have both wasting and stunting, which will both have um, uh, under five child, which will also have um, the pregnant or lactating mother. So it was a package that going into household which, when implemented, will address a number of nutrition uh, challenges. And the, these particular packages were also implemented by the, the same community health workers. In Malawi, we are using the health surveillance assistants, which are based in the community. And it's the same HSA, health surveillance assistant, who take these packages to household level. We have also used the health volunteers, the care groups, which implementing similar packages at household level. For example, breasty feeding uh, interventions, they are taken by these community health workers as well as these care groups to a particular household. And at the same time, they are addressing uh, or preventing something, at the same time also preventing the uh, wasting. We note that uh, these particular malnutrition uh, indicators are inseparable. When you look at stunting and you look at uh, wasting, they may affect each other or they may contribute one to be stunted or one to be wasted. So I think in summary, I may say that the integrated approach that we have taken to implement nutrition interventions in the country are addressing stunting and wasting challenges.
2: Great I, I was interested to hear about your strategy of targeting vulnerable households and that would seem you know to make a lot of sense particularly because stunting and wasting affect the same children so if you can target households with packages. You would imagine that the impact on on both those outcomes would be greater. I was just wondering, um, is it the community health workers and volunteers at community level that do that targeting?
0: As, as I indicated, uh, we are implementing the care group model. This is uh, a group of volunteers within the community under the guidance of uh, health surveillance assistance. and this care group targets a household with under five child or with uh, the household with a pregnant or lactating mother. So the care group, I may say the care group promoters do approach this particular household with interventions that regards to child survival, child health, and also nutrition uh, interventions. For example, breastfeeding, feeding, complementary feeding, water and sanitation and hygiene, family planning, as well as malaria prevention. All this is a package within the uh, the package of the care group. And they do implement these particular interventions at that particular household level, which has got these vulnerable groups. The under five children, pregnant and lactating mother. That's how targeting is concerned. And the care group works together with the health surveillance assistants in the community.
2: We'll move on to the the next question. We wondered if you could describe a bit about if you could make one change in the nutrition response in Malawi to more effectively address prevention of wasting, what would it be?
0: In the country, there are three areas that I, I, I may focus on, which I feel if we can do better, save more lives of under five children. One is to look at our growth monitoring and promotion package which I feel if we can review and package it better to support the under five ch- child, it will be better. At the moment, we have a challenge with the growth monitoring and promotion because it's a nutrition screening other than uh, a program that is uh, aimed at promoting growth, health and growth of a child. So I feel that if we can review the package, so that it is child-centered and it is easily monitored and uh, assist in timely response, it will save more lives. So my main focus, if I can make a change, is to look at um, uh, growth monitoring and promotion, where we are going to look at the indicators which we may monitor and uh, also how we may promote health and growth of our children, this is one area which I may focus on, and the second one is to promote linkages with um, nanny nutrition programs. I know that uh, there are some other non nutrition programs which are implemented by other departments within Ministry of Health or other sectors. They do uh, contribute a lot to prevention of wasting. We needed to link better, strengthen the linkage, and ensure uh, that uh, we are scaling up those particular interventions. One notable intervention, and nutrition interventions, is um, water sanitation and hygiene. This contributes a lot in, in prevention of wasting, but it is implemented by the other department. Let's say in our ministry, Department of Preventive Health. So we needed to link with this particular department and we needed to strengthen this particular intervention for child survival and growth. The the last one is, uh, I think, scaling up child survival interventions. There are some other interventions that we are implementing, but we are implementing at a small scale. But we know and we are sure of the evidence that they have high impact I think we need to scale up these particular interventions to a national level if we can have resources. I think these are the three areas that I'm focused uh, focus on.
2: Great. That was really key points you made there. And it was interesting that your first one was around growth monitoring and promotion. Because I think um, the challenges you've outlined there are challenges experienced in many countries around this program. and. It's inter- there's an interesting link there with the work that ENN have been doing around prevention of wasting. As you point out, um, if only those programs could be better implemented, particularly because what we see around prevention of wasting is that actually it would work so much better if we had tools to enable us to better focus on the process of wasting, i.e., a child falling off a growth curve rather than waiting until the outcome of that child being identified as wasted with a low MUAC or a low weight for height. It would be much better if we could have tools that would, would enable us to do that. And of course, growth, the growth monitoring platform is the tool that could help us to do that. But we need to find ways, I think, in many countries of implementing that program more effectively. So that's, that's really interesting.
1: Thanks so much, Sylvester. So, we just have one last question for you, and that's around what are what do you think are the key knowledge and research gaps that still need to be answered in order to further advance wasting prevention efforts in Malawi? Uh,
0: thank, thank you so much, Natalie. For Malawi, I think we we have two two areas which are a bit related, which we may need information or evidence on. The first one is um, the high impact and the cost-effective interventions. I think uh, from the list of the interventions that I have highlighted, you will see that uh, we, we are, are spending a lot of resources in those particular interventions, which are so many, but possibly there might be one or two which have got a high impact on uh, prevention of wasting in, in, in children. So we wanted uh, to have evidence on high impact, but cost-effective interventions, which now we can uh, channel our resources and energy on to ensure that the we are really uh, preventing wasting among under-five population. So if we can have um, evidence and information as regards to these particular high impact interventions, it will be good. I remember. I participated in one of the analyses where we were looking at uh, interventions that save lives. Of course, it was a nutrition related analysis, but what we found was that uh, water and sanitation was high in terms of uh, saving lives. And the breastfeeding was, I think, uh, second. Now, I'm just uh, giving this scenario that we we needed to focus on uh, the interventions that will really. uh, prevent wasting among under five population. So we need this particular information and uh, putting also in terms of cost to the evidence consolidation. And the second one, which I said was also related uh, somehow to the first one, is the to consolidate the drivers and barriers to wasting prevention in the country. What happens in other countries, it might not be the same as in Malawi. So We need also to find local context drivers and barriers to prevention of wasting in the the country so that this information can assist us in reviewing and modifying our programs, the approach that we are engaging the communities in the prevention of wasting in the country.
1: Thanks, Sylvester. And I think that point that you made around the need to contextualize approaches is so important. And it's something that I think the nutrition world is really focusing on a bit more is how do we take these global level solutions and really contextualize them and what is appropriate at local level and what is perhaps not. That's really important reflection. Gosh, Sylvester, you've provided us with so much food for thought. And thank you so much for, for making the time to speak to us. It's just been so interesting. I'm not sure before we go if you have any final reflections you'd like to share with our audience.
0: Okay, I just wanted to highlight for effective implementation of the nutrition interventions. I think uh, organized leadership is key. And uh, in Malawi, that's what we have. We have seen from the time that we established the Department of Nutrition, HIV and AIDS, it created a very good platforms for effective implementation of nutrition interventions and also putting on, on board different partners, different players together. So uh, I think it assisted because we are reviewing, noting the challenges together and uh, working together to, to plan for the interventions. So I think effective coordination is key to uh, successful prevention of wasting. This is what I, I I wanted to highlight. Thank you, Natalie.
1: Thank you so much, Celeste. That's such an important last piece of wisdom to leave us with. We really appreciate you taking in the time out of your very busy schedule, and just so great to to see all your reflections and insights.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kate and Natalie.
1: For more information on ENN's work, exploring the relationship between wasting and stunting, as well as a link to ENN's publication, Best Practices in Preventing Child Wasting Within the Wider Context of Undernutrition, please visit our website, ennonline.net.